Welcome back. Today's question is, what's for dinner? Ugh. <laughs> Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. Okay, Angela, what's our dinner? <laughs> you know, here's the thing is I seriously contemplate texting you that question at least three times a week. <laughs> Like, I hate that can I question. have someone else tell me what's for dinner? Because I just don't want to handle it. Yeah. Well, and the the thing is, like, I do I do the meal planning and all the stuff like they tell you to do. But then, like, I can't sit down and be like, this is what we're having Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because our weeks are a little bit unpredictable sometimes. And, but like my kids will still ask me like four times a day after they get home from school, what's for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know yet, but what's for dinner? I don't know yet. (laughs) I mean, you're better than I am. I have tried the meal planning. And here's the thing, guys, Angela and I decided to do this episode, not because we are master what's for dinners. It's quite the opposite. We decided to do this episode because we suck at it. And yes. we just wanted to talk to you guys realistically about the fact that that's okay. Okay? Yep. Like you have a lot on your plate. And you know what? I know some people that are actually really good at it. Especially I've noticed it's the people who have larger families to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like because they have their budgets in check, they know what they're going to cook. They know what they need food-wise to cook the large meals for their large family. And I'm just like, hey, let's walk into the kitchen and see what ingredients I have on the fly. And my husband, oh, you want to order a pizza? Go for it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've tried. I seriously have. I have tried to do the meal planning. And then it's actually really nice because – You think of some meals, you go get those exact ingredients, and you know how you have all the ingredients for the week for those meals, but then something happens. Like, I don't end up having the energy to cook it. Yeah. I'm not even saying the time. Usually, the time's there. I just don't have the energy to cook it, or I'm not in the mood for that, or the kids just flat out don't want to eat it, because that's what happens (sighs) to 90% of the meals I make anyway. Yeah. Like, even... you liked it yesterday. You don't like it today. What? <laughs> yeah, we had, I think it was my oldest the other day. I forget what I had cooked, something my husband and I liked. She was like, why don't you cook meals that everybody likes? And I said, because there are no meals that everybody likes. I have four recipe books in my kitchen full of meals, and there's not a single one that all five people in our family like. It's just not possible. <sighs> I know. And so sometimes I try to make something where I know the pieces parts the kids will like, right? Yep. So like last night I made um, I made some burrito meat, right? But I knew that my daughter would only eat it in 
or she liked the corn tortillas with just mm-hmm. the meat and cheese. So that's what she got. My son wanted it like a quesadilla. So he got a flour tortilla with the cheese and the meat. And then my husband and I got the full burritos with <laughs> meat and beans because the kids won't eat beans apparently. Right. Meat and beans and cheese and salsa and like all the things. Yes. So it's like, I feel like I'm making several meals, but. <laughs> that reminds me. Do you ever do the thing where you make something that's like new or it's like it's new, but it's similar to something else and tell your kids they've had it before when they're like, what is that? Because I do that sometimes. Like if I'm making something and it's like similar to something else, even if it's new and they say, what is it? And I tell them and they're like, I don't like that. Or I don't remember that. I'd be like, oh, you've had it before. You like it. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am a creature of habit, and I have to tell you, especially in this season of my life being, you know, as busy as I am, I really don't try a lot of new recipes. So yeah. for me, it's it's literally like the truth. <laughs> You've had this before. <laughs> you have you, had this before. You ate it last time, and now all of a sudden you won't eat it. Or the opposite happens where it's like, I know you didn't like it before, but that was like two years ago. Can you try it again now that you're older? Mm-hmm. And see if you like it. And I think that's kind of difficult for my six-year-old because she knows in the past she didn't like something. But you know what? Maybe now she does. And, yeah. and so we're trying to expand her horizons beyond pizza and mac and cheese, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that is one thing. Having something that they like mostly like, like macaroni, you can kind of just add that to anything and mm-hmm. and have them eat a little bit, which is handy. Yeah. And I think part of that with the meal planning too, like you said, having the energy and the time and like recognizing that season, it helps with the meal planning because like when I do meal planning and I know it's going to be a busy week or, you know, it's going to, the kids have stuff going on or I have a lot of stuff with client work then I know to plan like grilled cheese and tomato soup or (laughs) spaghetti, something that's a little bit easier to make or my oldest can help with and make part of to help out and things like that and sort of incorporate that into the meal planning. You made a really great point right there. And I don't even think you realized it. It was having your kids help you. So I even do that with my two-year-old. I'll I'll, like have him go into the pantry with me and I'll be like, here, hold this. And I'll like hand him things and be like, all right, go Mm -hmm. put it on the counter. And I will – and then of course my six-year-old can help a little more than that. But I try to have them help me make dinner sometimes because the hope is that if they put effort into making it, then hopefully they'll at least try it and eat Yeah. Right? That's been my experience with having the kids help. If they have a meal that they feel like they made, they're way more likely to eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I even bought my daughter a, a like learn to cook cookbook, like your very first Aww. cookbook type thing, just so that she <laughs> could have something she was excited about. And yeah, when we first got that book, she opened it up and found a couple recipes that you know, she wanted to try so that she could try to make something for the family. 
Because I told yeah. him, I was like, listen, hey, as soon as you can cook and make something for dinner, you can make whatever you want and I will eat it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I haven't personally tried it. So this is not a personal recommendation. But if anybody out there is a fan of like the subscription box things, um, I'll put it in the show notes. But I know there is a subscription box for teaching kids how to cook. Like it starts with like really basic like knife skills and then like moves up to like measuring and so every month they get like a recipe to make that has like an ingredient list and all of the little tool kid sized tools to help them make it and they get like an apron and stuff like that so anybody out there that likes the subscription box things that might be something to check out if you want to get your kids involved oh that is really really cool now mm-hmm. I actually um I can't remember where but I remember I did see something where um, they were showing kids different things and my daughter watched a video on how to um, crack an egg oh yeah so now every time I have an egg to crack she comes and helps me yep yeah my kids love that and kids love feeling like they are like they know something you don't <laughs> like mm-hmm. they know how to crack the egg they know how to properly hold a knife or measure something out like they kind of feel a little bit empowered when they do that I like that yep. I will say I do have a couple of recommendations. I am certainly not a pro at meal planning or deciding what's for dinner as Mm. evidenced by the fact that I cringe every time I hear that question. Seriously, side note, hold on, side note, she totally cringed when I told her that's what we were going to talk about today. (laughs) I was like, what if we answer the question, Angela, what's for dinner? And she goes, I hate that question. (laughs) And I'm like, and this is why we need to have this episode so that we could let everybody know that we hate the question as much as you hate the question and it's totally okay. But here are some things in our non-perfect meal prep world that have helped us. Okay, go Angela. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So one thing, um, so I do a meal plan for like I plan a meal for every night. One thing that has helped is asking the kids to suggest a dinner. And sometimes it will be the same dinner every week. And I have to be like, let's try something different. But for the most part, because that kind of helps cycle through some of their favorites. And if they each get to pick a meal, that's like most of the week for my family anyway. Um, That's like most of the week that I don't have to decide, you know, what I'm going to put on the table. The other thing that we do in our family is we have one eat out night. For us, it's Friday. So Friday is the night that we order pizza or go out to a restaurant or whatever um, because Fridays are always a little crazy. The kids come home super excited because they're done with school. I'm finishing up work for the week. Um, My husband works later just like normally. And so it's nice to have like one day a week that I don't have to decide what's for dinner. I don't have to worry about cooking it. I don't have to worry about cleaning up after it. Like it's just kind of a break for me. And that's worked really well in our house too. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. And, you know, I think sometimes half the battle is just deciding what to make. And so, yeah, Yeah. if you can get your kids involved in that, then I think that, yeah, that stuff help a lot. Mm -hmm. I need to do that more. And as they help you make the different dinners, you'll see them start putting different things in rotation. Like 
my middle never really cared for spaghetti until I let her help me make it. And like she did, you know, quote unquote, most of the work. Like Mm -hmm. she got to stir the spaghetti and put the spaghetti in and she stirred the meat as it was cooking. And now that's one of the things she asks for a lot because she likes it because she's like, I know how to make that. I can just make dinner or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, as they start helping with the different meals, you'll see them start putting different things in rotation for, you know, things that they like to do. Yeah. Oh, man, I like that. It's a good point. See, I knew I I need to ask you, Angela. Angela, what's for dinner? I'm usually lost. (laughs) I'm usually the one that's like, well, when I make something, here's what I like to do. When I make something, I make a lot. And then instead of having most of it as a leftover – I freeze it mm. because I That's love frozen idea. meals. So like last night, the burrito meat was frozen, right? The The beans had been frozen because I like make a huge pot of beans and then I, right. I freeze them in baggies. And so I like when I make something to have the different baggies of, of frozen so that I know that I took the time to make it at one point, but I only have to make it once and then I can get two or three meals out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yep. And one thing we do too is when I make the gro- the list, I make like the dinner list before I make the grocery list so that I know what to put on the grocery list. Mm-hmm. But then I just keep the dinner list so that whenever somebody's like, what is for dinner? I can kind of look at it real quick and be like, which of these meals mm-hmm. fits today? Like, so I, you know, like I said, I, I'm really bad at like Monday's spaghetti and Tuesday's tacos and Wednesday's whatever, but I can look at it and say, you know, okay, well, Wednesday is a little bit lighter today, so we'll make breakfast for dinner or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I do the same thing. Um, a friend of mine actually got me for Christmas last year, one of those things that, that it goes on your fridge, like magnet. And one side has meal planning and then the other side has a place for you to put your grocery list that you can like rip off. It's really handy, but I do the same thing as you, which is even though it says like the days of the week, I I can't like instead I use the different blocks for different categories of food. (laughs) Like these are ones with chicken and these are ones with pork and these are (laughs) ones with beef. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so then, um, I, do the same thing. Like I can jot down different meals and then I make the list of what I need for those meals. And then it's when it's time, I can look at the list and say, "Ah, I have the ingredients for this meal. This is what we're going to eat. Right. I like that a lot. And another thing that goes with that is you can plan on a certain meal on a certain day. Like this week we knew like it was going to be rainy toward the end of the week. So we planned our barbecue at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. But then like, it's like you have one fixed meal and then everything else is just kind of <laughs> wherever. And my oldest actually kind of makes fun of me because we had one week where like Monday through Thursday, every time they asked me what was for dinner, I was like, it's spaghetti. And then we ended up making something else like for like four <laughs> days straight. And so we finally, I was like, it's spaghetti. We're having spaghetti. And they're like, mm, but what are we really having? <laughs> um, well, you made a good point again with the the fixed meal thing. So 
for me, I know you said like it's hard for you to say Monday is spaghetti and Tuesday is mm-hmm. well for us, I also think that kids really like routine, right? So yeah. for us, every Saturday morning is cinnamon rolls. We call it cinnamon roll Saturday. Ooh. And it's it's nothing fancy. It's just the the ones in the can that you pop open <laughs> and bake them. And, and so it's nothing fancy, but it's something that the kids know we're going to have. Everybody knows they like it. And it's our routine, cinnamon roll Saturday. So yeah. every other day of the week, it's what cereal do you want? Do you want oatmeal this morning? Yep. And it's in the but Saturday, boom, we know. Saturday, cinnamon rolls. And I think yeah. that having some routine with food also helps as well. And some yeah. people like to do that. Like, hey, you know, Thursdays are Mexican food day and then whatever Mexican food you want to eat. Like some people do that successfully. But I kind of agree with you that we never know what each week, like during the week is going to be like. And so yeah. it's really hard to plan that. And same thing for the weekend for me, because sometimes we're with family, sometimes there's parties and we never know. Yeah. But I know that we are always together Saturday morning. <laughs> yes. And so that's why we have our cinnamon rolls. Yep. Yeah. Those are the, the, like, um, the anchored meals of like, we're having this on this day, um, are also good for like super busy days. If you have crock pot meals, you can say like, okay, this is the day that everybody's super busy. So this is the day I'm going to do the crock pot meal because then nobody has to try and cook in the middle of the busy day. Love, love crock pots. Yep. It's my absolute favorite thing. You don't know what we're going to have tonight? Okay, let's dump literally any meat in the crock pot <laughs> yes. and pour salsa over it and let it sit all day. <laughs> and Yeah, there you go. And then you have dinner. <laughs> and then, boom, dinner. That's Throw it in actually the one of my husband's. Yeah, that's one of my husband's favorites is chicken. Just put chicken and we use the pre-made taco seasoning packets Mm -hmm. i used to make my own taco seasoning but we don't do that anymore um like a taco packet and a salsa and then just cook it all day like Mm -hmm. super easy super simple um most of the people in my family will eat it and so yeah that's definitely a big favorite Mm -hmm. another thing i like to do surrounding meals and food and stuff and this has really come about because of you know the year that must not be named 2020, um, yep. <laughs> is I actually like to order my groceries and go pick them up. And as a marketing mom, that has helped tremendously because during the pandemic, I will admit that one of the things that I liked to do was that was like my once a week to get out of the house because we were all yeah. quarantining, locked down. And once a week I got out of the house for an hour or two to go grocery shop. But as time went on, I realized that it wasn't fun. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but it wasn't a break for me. The best part was the drive, the drive to the grocery store and the drive home because then I could listen to whatever music I wanted or I could sit in silence and it was like truly me time, just drive. But (laughs) then when I'm in the store, it's I got to get this. I got to get that. So for me to save the time by not having to shop around and I'm still making the list because I'm putting it all in the app to order and I still get the drive because I'm going to the store to pick it up. (laughs) 
Right. But to have somebody else do the actual physical shopping has made the world of difference to me. And at first I felt a little guilty because I'm like, ooh, I'm, I'm having somebody else do my – but then somebody else made a good point. I can't even remember who told me this, but they're like, but that's that's their job. If you don't order groceries, they're out of a job. Yeah. Because their job is to go around and do the, the pickup orders and fill yeah. those orders. So if nobody orders, then they're out of a job. And I was like, good point. I'm I'm keep yep. I'm helping the community. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. Pick up my like pick out my groceries. And people are always like, yeah, but I'm I don't know if they'll pick the right produce and this and that. Seriously though, in my experience, I've been doing this now for like a year. Maybe once I wasn't satisfied with the quality of produce I received. Yeah. So 99% of the time, it's probably exactly what I would have picked up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't do the pickup orders, but I see the, the people that do the shopping for the pickup orders a lot when I'm in the store. Mm -hmm. And I can say from like in my experience from my store, like I see them looking at the produce, like they don't just grab whatever's on top. Like they seem to really look through it and, and take their time. And I know that's going to be like different for everybody. Cause you know, there's a different person picking up your stuff all the time, but I've heard really good things about the pickup orders. My parents love it. They're older and it's harder for them to walk around the store and they think it's awesome that they can just make a list and then go mm -hmm. drive up to the store and get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I was skeptical at first and a little scared during my first couple orders. Like, am I doing this right? I don't know what's going on. And now it's like, there's any other way? What? Wait, you go into the <laughs> store and buy You actually things? go in the store? What, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I don't think that's a thing that's gonna go away anytime soon like, oh, I, hope not. I know people talked a lot about <laughs> stuff that you know came about because of that year mm -hmm. and you know how things are gonna go back and you know that you're not gonna be able to do that anymore but I don't think it is I think too many people really like the convenience of that and I don't think it's gonna go away anytime soon oh I already told my husband if they like take away the free pickup and I have to pay like five bucks or whatever to do it, like I will pay that. That is how much I love it and how much of a convenience it's laid on my life because now I'm just – so like today, for example, I know that we have to do groceries before the end of the week mm -hmm. because we are out of a lot of things. And instead of worrying, okay, in between these two meetings, I can run to the grocery store yep. and then have time to like do – all I'm like is, okay – I'm going to make the list at the same time I'm ordering because that's the other thing. I feel like I make the list, then you go to the store and pick everything up and it's almost like going through the list a second time. Right. When I do an online order, I'm only going through the list once. Yeah. Because I'm making the list and, and putting it in the app at the exact same time. And so that yeah. in and of itself saves me time. And then it also, you know, here's the thing as well. It also saves me because when I'm in the store, I'm super distracted by anything chocolate. Yep. And when I walk by that bakery and see what they've made that day, oh, yes. but hey, when I am doing my online order, I don't have the opportunity to see those things. Yes. And heaven help you if you take kids into the grocery store. Oh, gosh. Like, that's just an extra whole bunch of money into your cart right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, especially when they tell you they're going to eat something and then they don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really, really want this one. I promise I'll eat it. Yeah. Heard that before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially in the cereal aisle. My kids mm-hmm. are are good about that where they're like, they see the box and the box looks really cool. And they're mm-hmm. like, I promise I'll eat it. And then we get it home and they're like, it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They do really good marketing on those. <laughs> they really do. They really do. Our grocery store used to, they don't anymore because they changed the layout, but they used to keep the candy and the cereal in the same aisle, which I was like, I don't know who designed this, but it wasn't apparent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Because <laughs> that's like one of the one aisles you always have to go down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you always have to go down the cereal aisle, and now it has candy in it. (laughs) Mm. Okay, well, I will say then that today's challenge is to figure out one way that you can get your kids involved with mealtime. Whether that's helping you figure out the list of meals for the week or whether that's actually having them help you make them, or whether it's having them help you grocery shop. Find some way to get your kids involved so that the responsibility falls on the family and not just you. Yep, I second that. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book now available on Amazon.